Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Who 
seller in the stores? You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got pops, who mostly doji down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on the blimp. Guarantee me and sales pull it up a luck. You don't believe in Harlem world, nigga, double up. We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound. Can't no PD, niggas hold me down. Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like booty. True pimp, nigga, spin no dough on the booty. And then yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. Around the DOA, be on your way. Cause it ain't enough time here. Ain't enough lime here for you to shine here. Deal with many women, but treat down fair. And I'm bigger than the city lights down in Times Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Villain. Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? How's everyone Welcome doing back. Wow. I have to say, today is not going to be a long Friday show, because Josh is broadcasting at 8.30 instead of 9.30. That motherfucker. It's okay. Not a big deal. We can eat dinner and shit anyway, so... You know, hey, at least he gave me a heads up and didn't text me like five minutes before and said, uh, and oh. say, hey, I need you off the air. No, hey, he hey, gave hey, me by the way, warning, by so. the way, by the yeah. way. I mean, if we're really going, we can always just drop the red pill stream, but I hate, I hate doing that. I hate doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It's okay. Fine. All right. Don't touch things. Yeah. <laughs> Mick is moving a little better. I yeah, I, I got a little bit, little a little bit. bit. He did. Uh, he did go. You saw it. What you, your paramedic friend? Well, that was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Who thinks he may have broken his neck? We'll find out. Had the the CT scan today, so we'll find out. Find out on Tuesday. Go back to the doctor on Tuesday. So. Yep. You know. Uh, there's all. Hey, all I can say is, can you imagine? You y'all are never going to hear the end of that. Yeah, be like motherfucker. He's, he's been walking I around broke for like my neck and walked away neck. around yeah. for like three months. Fuck you all. Yeah. Don't talk to me about being fucking hard. But I'm, I'm harder than woodpecker he, lips. He could have. He could have just blown another disc in his neck, which is definitely no. I don't have any more. Yeah, you do. No, there's no more. They're all fused. They, they couldn't blow any of those. No, there's another one that can the blow the below the one below the double stacked metal disc was bulging. Holy fuck! Yeah, then they'll put the triple stacked disc in there. That'll be fun. They were just coming out with it the last time you had your neck surgery. That's true. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a brand new part, and then I'll be almost a fucking robot his uh well his first neck injury death was when he hit his head it basically his spinal cord was they said like it was accordion like an accordion and like no my whole spinal column yeah, they just, just went to came together real quick and then and then after out. being in bed for shit over a year and yeah. a half as i was eh, really. extending I out pretty quick extending out extending out extending out Discharge yeah. started blowing one after another. So he's got a a double stacked three dimensional titanium replacement disc discs in his neck with the joint a disc fused below it. No, in between the two. No, you put one it. above and one no, below. No, because they had the double. No, because disc. the only it way it was a brand new type the only, that they put into you. The only way they were going to let me jump out of an aircraft is if I had full rotation or damn near Remember? full because rotation. You don't get full rotation with something being fused below all it. right so then it's fused above it it's I'm not to you where. still won't have no, rotation I, yeah you did i have rotation between two and the other two the the four in the middle are fused and then i have the the rotator cup at the bottom because that's why i can move my well, neck that's a double three-dimensionally one. yes yes anyway it's it's kind of ridiculous um yeah he he is robo mech pretty much everything from right here up is metal damn near all metal yeah yeah like literally the i went to the va so i don't know how they're gonna actually see anything in the ct scan because the metal well, no, should, it should was, wipe it all out no but. It, it it won't it was a contrast 
they pump contrast into it so that they can see it. So mm -hmm. it tones out the metal. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I went in to get a, um, what the, when we were, at, when I went to the VA, the guy at the VA, the d head doctor that I saw right before I got my claim decision, um, the one, the last one to write off on all this shit. Um, we got done with my head and my neck and he said, Hey dude, do you have any more? That's like really, really bad. Like you can't feel your leg. I, I was just like, well, other than the fact I can't feel my leg, he's like, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's gotta be even worse than that. I mean, you've gotta be missing a limb or something. And I was like, no, nothing that bad. He's like, good. And I was like, why? What's up? And he said, dude, if we keep going, I have to start taking points away from you. Oh, so you wouldn't be able because to my anything. percentages were so high. It was ridiculous. Like, all right. So everything's rated on a hundred percent scale, right? Zero to a hundred percent in the VA system. Okay. So when I was given my initial rating, my initial rating from the VA, I was rated at 437%. So when you add everything up for when every you little, add everything. everything that happened to me while I was in service, I was rated up at 437%. Understand that they, obviously that is impossible. They can only give you 100%. They can only pay me out to 100%. That's fine. Good. Cool. The VA on the flip side took that rating because I was over 100%. Mm -hmm. and I was over 200% automatically added another 70% to that and then paid me on top of that to make up the retainer of my retirement. So, and that's without disability and social security, which my retirement collect. as an E seven, because when I retired, although I was an E eight, I did not have three years time in grade. So I retired as an E seven. So, an E7 time and grade of 21 years when I retired is $2,500 a month, roughly. It's 24, nine and change. Mm -hmm. um, when I collect my VA benefit, that rounds me off to $7,000 a month. So I make $7,000 in retirement and my VA, the big difference in my VA bit Which is, is why I get to do this all the time and not have to work. That's tax free. So I don't pay any taxes on that. And, oh, that's also my taxes coming back to me from my paycheck, my retirement paycheck, because they also pay me back my taxes in the VA. Sort of. When you file taxes, if you file taxes. No, they automatically do it. I get paid okay. every time I get paid from the VA, I get anyway. paid my taxes back. Yep. So- it's a uh, wonderful program. Don't get me wrong, but now I'm going to go in there. And every time I go in there, they're like, make sure you file a new claim. Um, I always look at whoever asked me that. What's the fucking point? And I tell them, I said, I can't. And they look at me and they go, they look down at my medical records and they're like, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. You probably can't. I was like, nah, I can't dude. The only thing this might do, you know what? I might get a weed increase from the government. No, but you might, you might get, you might opt for, um, disability, social security. 
Well, then I can't work. But it doesn't have to be permanent. It's while you're laid up recovering from surgery. If you have a fucking broken broken neck, you can't fucking work, dumbass. Well, they're gonna have to put rods in my. Then back you're gonna or collect like disability. That. Yeah, they're gonna collect. Then they're gonna put you're rods gonna in my Social back Security. or something like that. Yeah, I think it's the same shit my mom's got. Mm -hmm. And then we can do a morning show. Holy fuck! As well as an afternoon show, and I can make you work around the the homestead. No, if if that happens, I'm going shooting like almost every morning. Uh, oh, good. Kill me some some meat. Yeah. Bring home some. Bring home the bacon. Quite literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. Bring home. Go 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 over to McAllister. It would really fuck. suck if that happened. Kill some pig. It, it would. I mean, but every uh, there's there's a good thing in everything. I already get punchy when I'm stuck around the house. I mean, I don't even get punchier. You're better now that you like me more now. That's a good point. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Now that we get along better. Touche. You know. I'll give you that. Now that you smoke weed, I don't have to hide it from you. Touche. So I'm not constantly avoiding you and we actually enjoy spending See, time it's together. always my fault. <laughs> of course, it's always your fault. Oh, oh my God. So anyway. 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 So the news, the entire world, our financial situation, I don't give a shit. I, I know it doesn't matter. It's really immaterial. I mean, you but, should know what your, your tax dollars are going to. And at the same time, you know, understand we like, we really don't make anything from the podcast. Like we, we do this. This is how, you know, we're not shills. Like we don't live off of you guys buying toothpaste. We like you buying toothpaste. Don't get me wrong. You know, but, um, fresh life. If you want that. <laughs> That good wow. nano colloidal silver look toothpaste. At but look at this one, huh? <laughs> How dare you? But How it, dare it, you? But it doesn't pay the mortgage. So, you know, it's 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 quite all right. Um yeah. How dare you? I like the toothpaste because no one else has it, and it's a it's a really excellent product. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, my Patriot Supply is a great company they sponsor everybody you guys all, every podcast you listen to i'm sure that's like us has a my patriot supply ad same thing with dr kirk elliott you know uh, half the podcast you listen to have dr kirk elliott the other half have some other silver or gold guy you know and uh, uh, my pillow i mean Mike, Mike Lindell, God, everybody God save that man took like a whole bunch of box Holy trucks shit. down to Florida. He took eight box trucks down uh, to Florida, yeah, filled, down to Fort Myers, filled with pillows, with and pillows bedding and, and bedding and, and everything, and, and just and handed it out and handed it out. He didn't ask for any money. He just handed it out. But um, uh, Def Griffin, the toothpaste can actually, uh, even if you have dentures, um, it it'll heal gingivitis. It'll heal heal your gums too. So it's it's better. It's more than just your uh, your teeth and the, the berry one isn't just berry flavor. It actually has like elderberry and, um, other has, vitamins, uh, in anti, it. yeah. Uh, antioxidant. Yeah. It's, it's got an immune boost in it. So, um, again, it's more than just the toothpaste, but, but yeah. So anyway, you know, I mean, our sponsors are awesome, but we, a, a lot of us, like they all, they all sponsor the same people. So the, the toothpaste I think was, it's pretty awesome. Kush creams too. Oh my God. Megan uh, we had a Kush huge creams. conversation hey, with her today. Yeah. We talked to her for, wow. Uh, for, for a good, good little folks. Bit. She's uh, awesome. If you guys don't try it, at least give it a shot. Just I, give it a shot. I mean, honestly, I, I completely attribute mix mix 
better motion right now to the Kush creams. Because I mean, and again, serious CBD is amazing and it's great, but it doesn't have that menthol, that instant cooling. cooling. Um, I mean, he would not be moving his neck as he is right now without the Kush creams. Like it has made such a huge difference. So, so I just say, you know, we always, we get them, you know, even yeah. my Patriot cigar company, we, uh, yeah, the Patriot cigar company, that Patriot is yep. fucking outstanding. Um, again, we don't make any money from that, but we're going to promote the fuck out of it. Um, yeah. 15% off with promo code defiant kushcreams.com use promo code defiant. And of course, Siri CBD when they come back, but, um, and they will be back. So don't sweat that. Yeah, They're yeah. coming back too. Yeah. So, and oh, by the way, uh, I, I just heard the other day, I got a text from uh, Shauna. Uh, she's got the, uh, it, when she does come back, she's going to have the, uh, the Kush will be back. Nice. The Kush will be back. Um, fucking, they have another strain that's done and right. it will be back. So if you want to get the pre-rolls, uh, which the first time I ever smoked one of their pre-rolls, I thought I was actually smoking a joint. He basically was. And he I was like, were. holy shit, yeah. this is amazing. He got high driving around in his work truck on a fucking pre-roll. Because I thought it. CBD. I joint. thought it was a fucking. Um, a bit of the, the, the oil. oil. It wasn't. Because I, I dumped my coffee and I was like, fuck. Yep. So I opened this thing up and it's two pre-rolls and I was like, son of a bitch. Yep. So I was like, well, I guess I'm smoking a pre-roll in the truck today, the work mm-hmm. truck. And I did. I proceeded to smoke. Yep. Trashman Green, neck fusion is a piece of cake. Lower back is way worse recovery time. Um, that is true. And he's blown the discs in his lower back as well. Uh, but in order to get to the lower back, you actually, well, until just recently, within the last couple of years, you had to go through the front. Now, apparently they have some kind of way to go around the spinal cord, which I don't trust. So, well, I don't trust that either because if you think about the spinal cord, right, everything that comes off of the spinal cord, all the things that peel off of it, those are nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fucking nerves going around your body. So if they cut those, those are nerves they are cutting for a specific feeling for a specific, you know, everybody says, well, it, that's not such a big deal. I mean, it's probably a small nerve. Uh, all right, folks, they cut what they called a small nerve in my brain. I can't feel anything in my right leg, mid hip down. There's no feeling there whatsoever. I can still move it. It still has muscular reaction. But as for a physical reaction to pain, to any type, it doesn't matter what you do to it. There was a doctor that took an 18-gauge needle. Now, if you know anything about needles, the smaller the size, the bigger the needle. Like, for instance, I had a 6-gauge needle that I had stuffed in my rug. So when somebody like fell out on a, like a, a ruck march or something... I'd go back there and whip out the IV set, get ready to stick them and hook up this needle. That's fucking gigantic. Like we literally called it the human straw. And I, I grabbed their arm and I, I start getting them ready and they'd look at me and go, what are you about to do? And all of a sudden they could get up and walk again. It was a miracle. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking Christmas miracle. Yep. You could that stick was, that right up in his foot and he wouldn't react at all. That was my motivational needle. Yep. Now, an 18-gauge needle is a lot smaller than that. You can still see the point. You can still see down the tube. However, it's a lot smaller than that, but it's an inch and a half long. 
this doctor took one of those and buried it in the bottom of my foot and split the pine pine needle nerve, which runs all the way down. It's basically, it's basically your, uh, um, uh, what is it? Like Uh, your sciatica, sciatica nerve going down your leg, all the way down behind your knee, down your leg, underneath your heel and along the bottom of your foot. And he put this all the way up to the bevel on the needle. And I looked down at him and I was like, Hey, did you stick me yet? Nothing. And he looks at me and his eyes were just wide and his mouth. Cause he thought I was trying to sham like the government out of money. And he was trying to, he or thought I was, a, pain meds, I was fraud, which he didn't want. And I'm like looking at him. I'm like, do you stick me yet? And the, he's like, you're not lying. Yeah, no. I not said, lying. no, I haven't been lying the whole time. I said, why do you ask? He said, because right now you should be crawling off the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I was like, I Don't wasn't joking when I told you I couldn't feel it before. I'm not joking now. Yeah. And he's like, I believe you. Yep. Yep. I was like, well, I don't know why we had to play this game for you to believe me. <laughs> there was so much more fun shit I was thinking about doing, mm. like shooting myself with a fucking nail gun. That would be hysterical. Actually, one time he dropped our, no. our old you took table. my You. So no, no. here we are. We're home. Okay. I'm helping her clean the house up because I'm lying around like a lazy sack of shit, mm-hmm. still walking around on a cane. I'm like, she's like, can you help me move the coffee table? I was like, yes. She's pregnant. I was like, absolutely. Yep. And this is a big stone fucking coffee table. It's like iron and stone. So I'm sitting here moving this thing and I'm like, is it good? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like watching around the corner. I'm like, what is she watching? And I put the table down. And it split both my all th- like three toes to one side, two toes to the other. It's sitting right dead center of the middle of my foot. Now understand this table weighs close to like 200 fucking 80 pounds. Easy, easy. Yeah. And it's sitting on my foot right now. And she looks at me, she goes, well, that's great that the table looks good, but could you do me a favor and take it off your foot? <laughs> and I look down and my, my toes are split to the side and they're starting to turn purple. <sighs> I'm like, holy shit. I was like, do you do that on purpose? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I thought you were full of shit too. I was like, you fucking cunt. Sparky, it was only six AK rounds, not 200. What's that? Sparky said, quite frankly, Mick, I'm disappointed by your whining. You only took 200 AK rounds in the back. Sack up, lad. No, it was only three. Oh, okay. It was only three. All right. Oh, They wow. were at point blank range though. Yikes. Anyway. All right. Well. Anyway, now that we've been bullshitting for 20 minutes. So, uh, about your, Hey, so did miracles. you hear about Twitter? Dude. Oh my God. This is so fucking funny. So Twitter is so scared folks. Those liberals are sweating like fucking, I, I, I don't okay. even know. I don't even know what to call it, but they are so scared right now. This is hysterical. So Elon says that, SpaceX can't continue to pay for Starlink in Ukraine. They asked they asked uh, the Pentagon to foot the bill, right? So Jason J. Smart, I don't know who that is, but he's a blue fucking checkmark on Twitter. He said, Elon Musk Starlink says it can no longer afford to give Ukraine free service and asked the Pentagon to pay for it. Starlink had been a game changer in the war. This comes days after Ukrainian ambassador Malink and Drij told Musk to fuck off. Elon Musk said, we're just following his recommendation. <laughs> now, either this guy is a fucking savage. Oh, the Ukrainian ambassador told Elon Musk to fuck off. And Musk was like, okay, well, then we're not giving you Starling for free. Yeah. Peace. We're, we're going to take your advice. Okay, we're fucking peace. off. Bye. 
Yeah. $20 million a month. Yeah. I don't blame them. Yep. Yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Where are all those um, for Ukraine? Um, Stand with Ukraine. Mm. Where the fuck is all that money going? Wait a minute. Didn't Ukraine make like something like a hundred and fucking 87 billion dollars from us within the last year alone? We literally paid them more than their entire GDP for the year. Okay. So my question is, why can't they afford it? Um, because. Hey, you know what? Zelensky Every has army. To buy, Zelensky has to buy his mama a new lake house. Every army. With a pet bear. Every army has always had to incur certain things that they had to pay for don't they have during invasion. In yeah, don't they have pet bears in Ukraine? Polar bears, probably. <laughs> grizzly bears. I want to see. I want to see Zelensky fight a, a grizzly bear. He's never taken Jaekwondo. Why? Because I know all the roles of Jaekwondo <laughs> and everyone who's ever taken the class. I bet Putin's done it. Putin. I cannot. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> oh shit anyway but that's on the black book rolls dude it's it's a fucking but it's hysterical because right now twitter is saying that elon musk is being investigated by federal authorities over his proposed acquisition of twitter but they wanted him to buy it but he's not being investigated that's the whole point oh twitter is just saying it yes Oh, okay. Twitter's saying it is a smokescreen. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, oh, yeah. He's being investigated, just like Hunter Biden. Twitter's doing everything right now possible to make this deal as unfavorable as possible. Why? Because every CEO, every person at Twitter will be fired day one that fucking Elon owns that company. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. Peace. Twitter's going to be hiring soon. Yeah, oh, big time. How dare you? How dare you! Your new favorite button. It is, but are you kidding me? Nope, not kidding. Which one is that? Hard man doing hard shit, and that gives me a hard on. <laughs> but not in the gateway or anything. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Yeah, it goes without saying. So understand uh, that I Musk. Think, I still think Elon Musk is the Antichrist. Did you? He, did you hear still it? understand that Musk is still uh, buying Twitter right now for the f original offer of fifty-four dollars a share? But understand right now that Twitter shares. <laughs> How much no, is it worth now? No fucking way! No fuck! What did I tell you that you it'd be it dumb? I didn't go up. You said it. Was yeah, but be, what did I tell you it would be at know. the end of the first week? Sixty bucks. Seventy-two percent from where it was. Sweet action! Did you hear Elon launched a, a new uh, perfume company? I'm not even kidding. But he had every opportunity. Okay. Tell me it's the sweat of Twitter. No, I mean, it, he he should have called it Elon's Musk, <laughs> but he, he called it burnt hair. <laughs> Go buy some singed burnt hair. And he literally put it out on Twitter. He's like, buy some burnt hair perfume so I can afford to buy Twitter for you. Shit. Twitter. Like, holy shit. What flames coming out of their buttholes? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Burnt hair. Burnt hair. Uh, I, you can't make this shit up, okay? Fucking burnt hair. I it's wonder amazing. I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. I, I, I really wonder what burnt hair fucking perfume or cologne smells like. Does it, does it smell like 
burning hair because that's the worst fucking smell on the planet <laughs> it smells like a, i mean it's, a weekend after okay. a burning man all right all right when i was 16 with all the ritualistic gay sex damn. that carries on a burning man when i was 16 i i like straight up dated a pedo he was 21 um i was 16 he was 21 that's kind of pedo um I mean, actually I, technically in new york it's illegal but i i looked older we were in connecticut and I didn't care so much, but, uh, and he had a motorcycle, which my mom was not really thrilled about. Um, and, uh, we went out for a couple of weeks and then one day he picked me up and he was wearing a new cologne and he was so proud of it. And he was like, oh, check this out. Like, don't, don't you love it? It smells so great. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really not feeling well. Like I got, I got a really bad headache. You think we can, you think we can do this another time? And then I totally ghosted him because I could not take the smell of his cologne. <laughs> and I didn't want to hurt his feelings by telling him that the cologne that he smelled, that he thought smelled so amazing, actually smelled like, it, it, it smelled it, like a it smelled beaver shit out patchouli. <laughs> It smelled like an Indian baby's <laughs> no. diaper that caught on fire and yes. just smoldering in the corner. So I, I was, I so I just, I just broke up. <laughs> I just ghosted him. I broke up with him instead. But like, I, I hope that that doesn't happen to some young girl dating a pedo, the pedo um, <laughs> because over burnt hair. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Yeah, Lindsay, the coupon code for Kush Creams is defiant, or the promo code for yes. Kush Creams is defiant. Is defiant. It yeah. is. <coughs> anyway. Oh man! Wow. Too much. <laughs> man, I I'm still laughing. Holy shit! Well, by right. by the time I was 16, I'd pretty much dated all the hot guys in school, so I moved on to the college ones. To all the pedos. To the pedos. Right now, they're calling for a stopping of U.S. arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Do you support that legislation? We're going to react to Saudi Arabia and are doing consultation when they come back, and uh, we will take action. Whoa, 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 whoa. Doesn't that sound eerily familiar, familiar kind of like tit for tat? Kind of like what Joe Biden did originally, which is, oh, the billion dollars? Yeah, you're not going to get the billion dollars. Not until this prosecutor is fired. That's investigating my son, that is. That sounds eerily familiar. Mm. Mm. We're going to deal with Saudi Arabia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's deal with Saudi Arabia there, Joe. Huh? Let's do it. But what are you going to do? You're going to drop down to all fours and blow them again. We know that. That's what the fist bump stands for. We get it. You're a whore in the world's eyes. It's fine. Uh, Lindsay, uh, the promo code may not be activated yet as we, I literally just got off the phone with her like an hour ago. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a process. Use, uh, for now use WPRUSA. You can type in the comments too that you heard about it from us. Yeah, yeah. But I know Megan listens to the show, so I know she does. Too. I'm not worried about it. So, anyway. So either way, Jake Tapper's back at it. Oh, oh no! So this is a flashback. Oh. Oh yeah, this is a flashback. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. 
this is why I don't know what's on the, the clips because she came up. We begin today with another historic day in Washington where norms are being eroded and facts trampled upon. President Trump today telling the American people, in essence, ignore all the evidence you have been presented with, including his own words and those of his aides, when it comes to the president's clear use of his presidency to push foreign leaders to investigate his political opponent, Joe Biden, and his son, Hunter. Last night, further evidence emerged that such an investigation was part of a quid pro quo with Ukrainian President Zelensky. The president's aides in texts clearly pushing Zelensky to publicly commit to an investigation into Burisma, the gas firm that once employed Hunter Biden, before the president would agree to a White House visit for Zelensky, one that Zelensky desperately wanted. You know, when this came out, it was quid pro quo. Well, there was none. There's no quid pro quo. There's no quid pro quo. There is no pro quo. Repeating the denial of a quid pro quo, which is something exchanged with the expectation of receiving something in return, repeating it doesn't make it any truer, especially after the first witness in the Ukraine scandal handed over stunning text message exchanges to Congress, in which a top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine wrote, quote, as I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign, unquote. President Trump today continued to deny that it's inappropriate for a president to push for dirt on political opponents. He called it an obligation to look into corruption. But when asked today by a reporter if he could name one other time, one other time that he pushed for an investigation into alleged or invented corruption, not of a political opponent. Well, President Trump said this. You know, we would have to look. We would have to look, the president says. George Orwell once wrote in 1984, quote, the party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command, unquote, a philosophy that is the apparent White House strategy for this scandal, or as President Trump once put it. Just remember, what you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. Actually, it is. And today, the first crack in the Republican veneer of solidarity with President Trump, Republican Senator Mitt Romney of Utah saying, quote, the president's brazen and unprecedented appeal to China and to Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden is wrong and appalling, unquote. Fuck you, Mitt. Nobody likes you anyway. Seriously, though, if you take what what Jake Tapper said and you apply it to what's going on right now, does that not fit? It fits perfectly. If you replace Trump's name right with Biden's down name, to 1984. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. This is like the ultimate quid pro quo. I, uh, the ultimate. So this H- Hannity. Hannity described it that that fucking CIA shell described it in a little better detail. Really quick, before we even get into this with Hannity, this is really interesting. Uh, found this today while jumping around there, but uh, Technofog had this in his substack. On day three of the Igor Danchenko false statements trial started with the testimony of a Democrat activist and Clinton ally, Charles Dolan. Uh, Dolan's historic ties to the Democratic Party and his- uh, Does this have to do with Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Oh, this all plays into it. All right. Dolan's connections with Russia began from his consulting work where he served as a foreign investments uh, contractor to into Russia in the 2000s, whereas a part of a job, he'd regularly take conference calls with the spokesman for the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, and occasionally in other meetings and other work along with Disney and obtaining his broadcast license in Russia and Saudi Arabia. Disney? Dolan introduced Igor Danchenko to Fiona Hill in the spring of 2016. I'll let Dolan explain. Question, how do you know Mr. Danchenko? Answer, well, I met him through Fiona Hill, who was at the Brookings Institute. Mr. Danchenko was helping a friend of his look for a PR firm. Question, okay, and for the benefit of the jury, who is Miss Fiona Hill? She was the head, I believe, of the European Studies at the Brookings Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friend Danchenko was trying to assist the woman was by the name of Olga Galinknika. Dolan would eventually meet her in Cyprus of March of 2016. Galinknika would eventually become relevant to the dossier story later on. Hmm. Danchenko and uh, Dolan kept in touch from time to time. Part of the reason they stayed connected was because of the potential opportunities. Dolan's firm, K Global, and Danchenko's employer, Orbis, might pursue business opportunities that never presented themselves. In May of 2016, Dolan reached out to Danchenko because he'd be traveling to Moscow to attend a conference at the Ritz-Carlton. Dolan eventually traveled to Moscow in June 2016. At this time, Danchenko was already in Moscow, and he met in the city, and Dolan returned to the U.S., and he and Danchenko remained an occasional, an occasional close contact. This is all coming out. What does that have to do with Saudi Arabia? Well, this, all of this with Corey Lewandowski and everything else that took place with Trump and the Abraham Accords, which being the biggest part of this, Sorry, you testify that you had a call with Mr. Danchenko on the morning of January 11th, correct? Yes. You testify that you asked him about the Steele dossier and the Abraham Accords. Mm-hmm. Why were they asking about the Abraham Accords back in 2018? That We didn't even know about the Abraham well, Accords. Well, we didn't, but they were already working on them. Yeah, they were working on them, but how the fuck did they know about them? How did Igor Danchenko know about the because Abraham Accords? Hillary Clinton was spying on Trump. Exactly. But that proves that point well, of it. While he was president? That proves that point of it. Mm-hmm. Did he ever get back to you? No. Uh, th- there's a bunch of question and answer stuff in here. It's actually very interesting. All of the testimony adds up. It- it's crazy what is coming out about this right now. I can't wait till the end of this because uh, you do know who they have called hmm. as a witness, right? The head of the FBI at the time, fucking, uh, what's his nuts? Mueller? Mueller has been called by. Nice. So we might see Mueller up there on the stand testifying Mm -hmm. before the end of this. Mm -hmm. This might get really interesting. Guess when the end of this is now projected? November 6th. Of course it is. Of course it is. That's awesome. Okay. Or no, I'm sorry, November 4th. Yeah, it's the Friday before election, the election. Day. Fantastic. So it's November 4th. Yeah. Is what they're thinking the jury will come to a decision. Good stuff. All right. Cool. Well, let's see what's coming out about the, uh, you know, because a lot of people have argued against 
impeaching Joe for two reasons. A. Because, Kamala. Yeah, exactly. Because, because, of, because of the Hochul factor. Right? What happened with Cuomo? Cuomo's out. Fucking you get something worse right on, on his heels. Kathy Hochul. Pam died. Thank you for the cookie. Um, thank you. But uh, yeah, so camel toe on his heels. And if you impeached her. Then you got Nancy. No, because we can't impeach until the new house comes in. It would be probably fucking Kevin McCarthy. Who wants Kevin McCarthy as president? Well, if the red wave happened. Exactly. Which, I mean, right that's now, the only you, way impeachment you, would happen. Impeachment's going to happen after the fact. So. So, yeah, it'd be Kevin McCarthy. Would be exactly. Impeached. Well, if that's true, because I've unless heard. Unless they nominate Trump as Speaker of the House. No, unless they nominate Rand Paul. That's interesting. No, no, there's been a Rand lot of Paul's talk about. Sen- Rand Paul's a senator. Er, he can't not, be not, of the not, House. not Rand Paul, but uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy from Ohio. Uh, Jim Jordan. Now that. Jim Jordan is the name that everybody is throwing around. Well, that would be interesting because I, I always get them confused. You're right. It's, it's Jim Jordan. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. They always, the two of them are always talking about the same yeah, thing. Yeah. For the yeah, damn yeah, the yeah. Most part. Um, but no, cause I, I still think that Jim other, Jordan's a shill too. I, well, cause all he does is talk. They, exactly. they don't, but they don't actually have any fucking power. Like all they have, is, all they do is talk. Um, however, the other reason the other reason that people have been arguing against impeaching Biden at this time is because they don't believe he should be impeached for something he did before he took office, even when he was vice president. I'm not saying that that's valid or not. I'm just saying that that is someone's, that's a lot of people's argument. No okay. bullshit. I, I gotcha. I'm just saying that a lot of people have been arguing that I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that an argument has been put out for that. I'm, I, okay. Even, uh, even while uh, even I'm just going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, because that information, even though it was suppressed was technically out there prior to him being elected president. And if people had just done their fucking research and opened their eyes, they, you know, like they, there was the opportunity for them to know about it before the people supposedly elected him president. So that's that's their argument for not impeaching him for something that he did before because it wasn't like it was a secret. Okay. Okay. I, I'll, I'll bite, but I, I don't like but that explanation. I, I gotcha. But that's, again, that's, and I don't agree with it, but that is the argument that's been presented. This, however, this is right now. This is happening. This is... Proven corruption ongoing right now. All right. And, and here's the deal with this. He went over to Saudi Arabia and he basically asked them, he's like, I know, I know you're going to reduce production, but can you wait a month? Can you wait 30 days? Like just wait 30 days until after the midterms so that we can keep gas prices down until after the midterms. That was the only reason to wait 30 days. It wouldn't make a difference in our economy. Nope. It wouldn't make a difference in anything else. It would hurt the Saudi economy, however, which is why they told him to pound sand. But that's it. He went to Saudi Arabia and asked for them to hold off on reducing their production for 30 days, purely for political reasons. And now that they've refused, he is going to go after them. 
that hmm. is an impeachable offense. Well, by their rules. Yep, sure is. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. The Saudi Arabian Ministry of Foreign Affairs, they issued a very lengthy statement in response to Biden saying he would reassess America's relationship with the kingdom after OPEC announced their massive oil production cut uh, and the Saudis. Well, they had some thoughts on Joe Biden. Now, first, they accused him of lying about their motivations for the production cut. Then they say that he wanted the Saudis and OPEC, and also that now includes Russia, to delay their announcement and their cut by one month. This is what they wrote, quote, postponing the OPEC plus Russia decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, meaning requested by Biden, would have had negative economic consequences. Next, they put Biden on notice that they're not going to be listening to any of his, quote, dictates, actions or efforts to distort their work on setting oil prices. And if that's not humiliating and bad enough, the Saudis had some parting words for Biden. We are not friends. The kingdom affirms that it views its relationship with the United States of America as a strategic one that serves the common interests of both countries. Wow. Here now with reaction, Florida Senator Marco Rubio. He's on the Foreign Relations Committee. Senator, this is my interpretation of that statement. My interpretation is, is that Joe Biden was told in no uncertain terms, not only will they not increase the production of oil, but they're going to cut their production of oil. Uh, and then Joe's answer was, well, can you just delay the announcement a month? Uh, and that leads me to conclude the very strong possibility that Joe Biden was trying to collude with the Saudis, with OPEC plus, with Russia uh, and OPEC nations to prevent this information from becoming public prior to a midterm. Is that a far uh, conspiracy out there, conspiracy uh, theory, or is that accurate? Well, I think the pieces begin to fit. First of all, they already played politics with oil. So the, I mean, obviously he runs for president. He threatens he's going to put everybody out of business. So, of course, the refining capacity, the production capacity, almost a billion barrels of oil less today than we were when Donald Trump was president. Then you have them start dipping into the strategic reserves. And we have these strategic reserves after the OPEC uh, after the OPEC embargo of the two, of the 1970s, because we never wanted to be in that spot again. Those things are there for things like hurricanes, a war, some other disruption. They're not there for midterms. That's what he was using it for. Then we get into this situation now where Saudis and others are acting in their best interest. I think they're doing two things here. One, they want to set oil prices at a way that is good for them. And at the same time, and it's OPEC plus Russia, but the other is they're doing it to punish America and Joe Biden. And we shouldn't be in this position. We are an oil producing country if we want to be. The reason why we are not, the reason why we are producing a billion, a million barrels of oil a day less than we used to is because the Biden administration will not allow it to be produced. And the radical left and the Democratic that controls the Democratic Party has told the fossil fuel industry, oil and others, we are going to put you out of business. And we find ourselves in a position as beggars. The most powerful country in the world is now in a position of having to beg but, these third rate countries. So, to, OK, to support so this us is the point. Us. So he's begging these countries that hate our guts. Oh, you know, the, we could, we have more natural resources, as you know, than all these countries combined. We can be energy independent for hundreds of years. This is a problem for me. Uh, Joe Biden, for some reason, thinks it's OK to Mother Earth that we import oil, but we can't produce it domestically. My question, though, is specific here because the Saudis uh, didn't like Joe's comments about reassessing 
the relationship after they cut production of oil. My question is, why did Joe Biden then ask them to delay their decision, delay their announcement? He knew they weren't going to cooperate and that, in fact, they were going to cut production. Why did he want it delayed until after the midterms? To me, the answer is obvious. I think we need a congressional investigation. You would be a perfect candidate for it, to lead it, um, into whether or not he was trying to collude with foreign countries to get influence in the upcoming midterm elections. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that the timing tells you that, that the answers your question, right? We, can you just not do this or announce you're going to do this until after November? Because the last thing he wants is, is what's happening already, what happened over this weekend, a spike in oil. The oil prices go up in the futures market. And then a couple weeks later, it begins to get priced in at the pump right around the time as Americans are going to go vote. And remember, Biden's been going around and the Democrats have been going around for weeks bragging about how oil gas prices were coming down. Everything was on. He was taking credit for that. Now he'll have to take the blame and he deserves the blame. So, yes, I believe they're messing around with it for political purposes. But I also think this is indicative of how these radical left wing Marxist misfits that control the Democratic Party have put us in the position that we are now in as a country. And that is they're okay with us getting more oil from other countries. They just don't want it produced here. And it leaves us vulnerable, not just on oil, but on all kinds of other things that they refuse to produce in our country. Natural gas, all the byproducts that come from that, you name it. Wow. So where do we stand? Why are we letting this happen? What are we doing about it? I don't know. What did we do about it a few years ago? Go there's there's another there's another flashback. We have another flashback. We have another flashback. It, oh yeah, it must be because CNN Chris Cuomo is still on CNN. Uh-huh. So yeah, it must be a flashback. Well, it's a flashback of Fox News flashing back to CNN. Oh, okay. It's actually Jesse Waters just doing a flashback. A series of events that looks like extortion, withholding aid to an ally, and then, quote unquote, asking for a favor to, to, to essentially benefit yourself politically. Quid pro quo, bribery. The bribe is to grant or withhold military assistance. The idea that somebody would withhold badly needed weaponry mm-hmm. for political reasons at home. Mm-hmm is beyond the pale. I'm just saying that sounds like quid pro quo to me. Sounds folks. like exactly, sounds like exactly what what's happened. going on right now. Didn't they impeach Trump over that? Yeah. I, I thought so. Why haven't we started impeachment proceedings on Biden? Oh, shit. Oh, that's uh, because because you have to go vote in November. Now we're oh, we're all a bunch of silly slapping. However, some people are finding it hard to walk around in public. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. I think yeah. you all enjoy this one. Congresswoman, none of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard, she's left the Democratic Party because there are funding war hawks. Okay, you originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a thermonuclear war with Russia and China. Why are you playing with the lives of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to Ukrainian Nazis. You're a coward. You're a progressive socialist. Where are you against the war mobilization? He's telling the right truth. You have done nothing 
Tulsi Gabbard has shown guts where you've shown cowardice. I believed in you and you became the very thing you sought to fight against. That's what you've become. You are the establishment and you are the reason why everybody will end up in a nuclear war unless you choose to stand up right now and denounce the Democratic Party. Will you do that? I don't know. Yes or no? There's a lot of clapping going on in the background. Okay, simple. Are you going to stop nuclear war? Yes or no? There is no line because this is bullshit. None of this matters if we're all dead. None of it. You know that. Then let's take it up right now because this is the only thing that matters. This is the only thing that matters right now. We could be in a nuclear war at any minute and you continue to fund it. No, That's what's have, going on. You have to stand in line like a good little sheeple. Why not right now? She won't talk to you until you stand in line. You're the You're liar being here. Rude. Nobody has held you accountable. That's what's happening. How dare you? And it is time for you to stand up and realize that what you've been saying has been lies. Let your conscience come through for once. How dare you? So how dare you? Someone, someone else started that, and they shut him down. And that yep. guy jumped in. So no, 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 like, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. You the truth. Time out. Time out. Time out. Because I got to agree. I was listening to Liana this morning. Mm -hmm. So are you? Mm -hmm. I have to agree with Liana on this one. Yeah. It almost looks like those two guys were plants for Tulsi Gabbard. It really does. Look at it. Think about it. They both said Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. They both were like, well, Tulsi Gabbard didn't do that. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard left the Democratic Party. Why don't you? Why don't you, do AOC? Go, go join the, the new third party with her. But she won't do it until they stand in line like good little sheeple and comply. Mm -hmm. Because they're being rude and they hurt her feelings. Yeah, and they didn't abide by her power. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Didn't Cartman do that too? No. Yes. You must obey my authority. My thota. My thota. You must obey my authority. Sir, so, I'm not going to tell you again. Uh, and this this one actually. This one is this very interesting. Leanna. Thank you, Leanna. We love you. Uh-huh. Miss Leanna. Killing it like normal. As he said, he was doing it before he hit the ground floor. Remember what he said? He said, I'm going to take on those rapist Mexicans. Then <laughs> he claimed, no, that this, there's never been a president. That's a lie, Joe. Never president that's a lie oh it is a lie yeah and it was your son in the ukraine <laughs> all right you're the one that offered to withhold a billion dollars the cancel of foreign relations this was biden in texas son of a bitch he got fired right oh they shut him down <laughs> I tell you what, man. Fuck Joe Biden. 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 Of different places at the end there. That's Virginia. Yeah. There was Texas and some. Basically, every place he goes to campaign, the entire crowd starts chanting "Fuck Joe Biden." 
and he can't get away from it. Fucking A, savages. That's you all. I know it is. We all talked about it. Absolutely. We said start going to fucking Joe Biden rallies and start fucking chanting fuck Joe Biden. If he showed up here to fucking campaign for Raphael Warnock. Oh, my God. Dude, I would activate the Candace people and we would all show up to to chant. Oh, it'd be the end of the world. It would be amazing. It'd be the end of the world. Amazing. Tucker had a quick little thing to say about Zelensky begging for more money because, you know, he needs to buy his mama a new lake house. He does. Oh, he just bought her like $10 million fucking lake house. Something like that. Yeah. Then $5 billion. What? Some uppity foreigner in a t-shirt demanding money for his critical economic needs? We have critical economic needs too, buddy. Who are you, troll? Go away. What? Since when does that guy have a claim on our treasury? So this is the job of people like Sandy Cortez to remind us again to break the spell of hypnosis the U.S. Congress is under. We don't owe this guy anything. Not one thing. Good luck, pal. That's it. And as our economy degrades and our border is gone, that guy's lecturing us with some Christmas list. Like, I want this, that, and I want a bicycle, too. You better send it. Quick. Really? Up yours, buddy. Finally. Yes. Yes. Where have you been? Why haven't you been saying that since we sent the first $43 billion to him? He's in the backwoods of Maine. Come on, motherfucker. Wake up, dude. It's like we've been saying that since day one. It's like when we didn't think that this war really existed. Get the fuck out of here. No, because they're just laundering money through through Ukraine. Like what happens when you give a mouse a cookie? Next, he's going to ask for a glass of milk. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker, you handed this cocksucker $43 billion in your first payment. $43 billion. What could we have done with that money? Holy shit. But but they'll just print more. It doesn't matter. $43 billion. Oh, by the way, that we didn't have. We sent to them. We just printed it. Now, Doctor Evil, you know what? what I need is I, another five billion dollars. I am five I'm, billion dollars. I, okay, I don't understand why the eco Nazis aren't up in arms about how we're printing so much money. How many trees do they have to cut down? Holy shit! Great to point. print all of this money. Seriously, where is the fucking eco? Oh, now you know what? Democrats and if if the Rockefellers hadn't prohibited hemp production in order to switch paper production from hemp based to wood pulp based. We would have had legal marijuana this entire time and we wouldn't be in the situation we're in with the eco Nazis and having to print all this money on wood pulp. Good point. I'm just saying. Touche. I like it. See, we just solved the weed problem. That's it. Boom. And that's how it's done. It's true. How dare you? <laughs> oh. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Okay. Well, can- Camel Toe. Um, can- can- Thunder. 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 Thunder go. kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Camel Toe was asked if, uh, if she's going to run again in 2024 with, with Biden. God, I hope she doesn't. I, well, listen, I hope she backs listen, out. Listen, I hope she's like, no. Listen to what she says. I'm going to run against it. It's very interesting. 
Let's see what happens. We are at the midterm election point. As we look ahead, will we see Biden-Harris ticket for 2024? I am focused on the midterms, which are happening in a total of 26 days. And I am looking forward to that. The president has said he intends to run. And if he does, I will be running with him. Uh-huh. Okay. Hawaiian that town. means I'm well aware that all the money is just digital. It's all that's that means he ain't running. For we're us. already at a coin based digital currency. Honestly, it was it was entirely a joke, but um, sort of we should go back to actual hemp money. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but yes, it was it was a joke. But it wouldn't surprise me if the eco Nazis were dumb enough to think that they're actually printing paper money because remember, oh, Bummer did actually send pallets of physical cash to Iran, some of which got apparently supposedly siphoned off into bank accounts in Switzerland in order to pay for the stolen election. Diverted. But, um, yeah, but there were actual physical pallets of cash. So, you know, just saying. They do print. Who knows how many many pallets they actually shipped. Exactly. Could be anything. Yeah. Fuck. How do you know? Shit. The lag indicator. There is just nothing in here to tell you that there's reason for the Fed to pivot. And I can tell you right now that one number here that is maybe the most significant. I've not seen this number before. Rick will either back me up or shoot me down. 483 on the peak funds rate, April 2023. I'm just making sure that's the high watermark. Uh, so yes, yes, it is. It April is. 2023, we were at 468 going into this, 469. We've not seen a new funds right now, 483. And again, nothing in here. Everything the Fed, look, they have been medium term to long term wrong. Yeah. Short term, they've been right when they've been coming forward. And you had Mester, who took a little heat the other day, saying, you can't even say inflation has peaked yet. Well, you can't even say inflation has peaked yet. At least in these numbers, we can argue about whether or not the Fed's watching the right, right numbers or not. But but you look at the, the, the panoply of service uh, uh, sector numbers in here and you see them rising. And why is inflation still peaking? Why is inflation still going up? Because we still haven't changed anything. Because we still just keep printing more money. Yep. The the CPI so, number that was such a shock yesterday. So realize the big number. It really wasn't the CPI number that was the big number. Mm-mm. The big number was the core number. The core inflation number. The core inflation number is the biggest that we've ever seen in 40 years. 40 fucking years last time we saw it. Okay. Yep. 40 years. What is it? It's 6.6%. Now understand what core inflation is. Core inflation is everything normal except it's got food and energy ripped out of it. Yeah, which is really what you spend most of your money on. So it's where you spend the rest of your money. So when you go to the grocery store, how much does it cost you? That's what the core inflation number is. No, they take food and energy out. So without, or, well, I'm sorry, not when, the grocery yes. store. So let's say you had to do anything else. Let's say you had to go to the hardware store. Let's say you had to get something to to fix your house, to get your car fixed, or get your car fixed, or, or uh, something. Yep, that's what that number is. You're buying something off of Amazon. That's that number. All right, and it's not food, and it's not energy. 
That being said, it's the most closely watched number uh, that we've seen, and it's the 40-year high in September, uh, pressuring the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates yet one more time. The core consumer price index, which excludes food and energy, increased to 6.6% from just a year ago, a level not seen since 1982, the Labor Department showed from Thursday. From an earlier month, the core CPI only climbed 0.6% this month. However, its overall increase, 0.04% from last month, was up over 8.2% from earlier. The advance was a broad-based shelter, food, medical care indexes were the largest of many contributors, the report said. Prices for gasoline and used cars had declined. The heels of the solid jobs report last week, the inflation data likely to cement an additional 75-point basis point interest rate hike at the end of the Fed's November policy meeting. So they're already claiming that there's going to be a, a three-quarter point hike. They're already claiming that, which means in actuality, what you're looking at is more like a point. If you're really getting on the numbers, you're really looking at a point increase mm -hmm. at the end of next month. Liar over scar tissue comments. Who? What's that? What's this? What's no, 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 no. Don't, don't even, I don't know. I don't know what started this. I have no idea. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Y'all need to stop with the drama in there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't, I don't even, whatever. Core inflation. So that's the big number. 6.6%. Yep. We're probably fucked folks. We Just get fucked. ready for it. We are, we're, we're, we're so past. Fucked. I've got a win for me. Uh-oh. Yeah. Tell me something. Do you remember a little software program we talked about over the summer? Pegasus. Yeah. I was actually just telling someone at uh, the the Truth Tour. Guess what? Just, all about Pegasus. Guess what just reared its ugly head again? Because y'all remember who developed Pegasus, right? The Jews? The, the Israelis? I, uh, yeah. Who facilitated purchasing Oh, Pegasus. Pegasus. General Flint. From the Jews. That's correct. But he also helped develop it with the Jews in the first place. So zero quick click spyware emerges as a menacing mobile threat. This was a story that came out of Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Zero click spyware is even nastier than it sounds, according to new findings. But first, uh, zero click malware comes into focus in July 2022 or 2020. Azerbaijan's journalist iPhone silently received a command to open the Apple Music app without the journalist's knowledge or interaction. The app connected to a malicious server and downloaded spyware onto the phone that remained there for 17 months, eavesdropping on phone calls and text messages. 17 months. Huh? The hack was an example of a zero click attack, a method of placing spyware on a phone without tricking the user doing anything, such as clicking on malicious spyware. Sent. Anyway, long story short, this again has made the news. Why? Because they found it on somebody's phone here in the US. Of course they did. So, believe it or not, mm. remember what I told you about Pegasus. Mm -hmm. Pegasus is uh, a, a decahedron um, virus. If, if I, so if I for had instance, Pegasus on my phone, 
and you all of her contacts now text me have now you Pegasus have Pegasus on, on your phone. phone. Yeah. And every person that you call or text now has Pegasus on their phone. Mm-hmm. And every person they call or text now has Pegasus. So if Pegasus. they found Pegasus on someone's phone in the United States, then probably 70% of the United States has Pegasus on their phone, depending on how long it's been there. Something to be aware about. Just saying. Time to be worried, folks. I think, you know, think what? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep. That's exactly what you need to think. Yeah. It's just what happens. Oh, so Trump. Back to Mar-a-Lago. Back to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Trump aide reportedly caught on security cameras moving boxes at Mar-a-Lago after the DOJ subpoena. Security cameras at Mar-a-Lago uh, captured footage of boxes being moved at former President Trump's residence. Even after he was asked to return all classified government documents in his possession back in May, the New York Times reported on Thursday. Following the Justice Department's earlier claims, the documents were likely concealed or removed. According to the New York Times, footage of Walt Nuwata, a longtime Trump aide who also served in the White House, moving the boxes out of the storage room at Mar-a-Lago, both from before and after the Justice Department's subpoena demanding the return of classified documents, is now being closely investigated. All these leaks. The DOJ has reportedly interviewed Nuwata multiple times as part of its investigation, and despite answering their questions, he is not formally cooperating with the investigation, the Times report added. Hmm. On Wednesday, the Washington Post reported that a Trump aide told the FBI they were directly ordered by the former president himself to move boxes of documents at Mar-a-Lago. Witnesses have told the investigators that Trump issued the order to move the documents after receiving a subpoena from the Justice Department in May demanding the return of the documents, the Post report added. Although the identity of staffer mentioned in the Post report is unclear, a person familiar with Trump's orbit told the Times it may be someone other than Nuwata. The DOJ's investigation is trying to determine if Trump violated federal laws by taking classified documents with him after leaving the White House. In an August court filing, the Justice Department said the FBI's search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence was carried out after it suspected that the sensitive government materials were likely being concealed or removed. All right. So we had a new story come out about Trump. I know you have it sitting there. (coughs) Or if you don't, bless you. Oh, man. I do. No, I do. Trump's request for a stay in the defamation case was rejected, rejected by a judge. Um, the, Donald Trump must sit for a dep- deposition in October because he has not met the requirements for the stay in the case. The U.S. judge ruled on October 12th. Trump asked the U.S. De- District Court, Lewis uh, Kaplan, a Clinton appointee to halt proceedings in a defamation case brought by a columnist, E. Jane Carroll, 
after a, an appeals court reversed part of an earlier order from Kaplan. The appeals court said in September that Trump was a federal employee when he denied rape allegations brought forth by Carroll in 2019. Trump, through lawyers uh, the following day, asked Kaplan to halt the proceedings in light of the ruling. The D.C. Court of Appeals forthcoming ruling will be a case uh, dis dispositive and therefore would highly be prejudicial and inequitable for the de defendant to engage in the time-consuming, expensive pretrial preparation, much less proceed to trial until the issue has been consecutively resolved. Alina Haba, one of the lawyers, wrote in a request for a stay. The U.S. Court of Appeals, the Second District or Second Circuit, which entered the recent ruling, asked the Court of Appeals and the District of Columbia to issue a decision on the related matter because it involves District of Columbia law. That the ma that the matter whether Trump was acting within the scope of employment within the issued denials of the criticized Carroll's appearance. Kaplan said Wednesday that because the matter remains unresolved because feels that Trump has not proven the likelihood of success and because he believes that he has not shown he is, he will be irreparably harmed without a stay and the defamation case will proceed. Completing those depositions, which have already been delayed for years, would impose no undue burden on Mr. Trump, let alone any irreparable injury, Kaplan ruled. That being said, Trump went on because there's more Trump news. And it's it, it's funny because I just saw a thing over uh, on uh, what the fuck is it? Project Veritas, where they got some guy who basically stated that uh, all of the news surrounding Trump is made by the mainstream media. Of course it is. Interesting. And QE Boy, yes, we do save all the paperwork that we collect. We have boxes and boxes have and boxes, boxes of stories going back two years. Yes, yes. we save every piece of because, paper. Because uh, why not? Because they change. Yeah. Because I know if they try to change on air that they've that that it's changed. I print a story and then I go and pull it up online and a number's changed, a percentage has changed, a quote has changed. It's amazing. There was another uh blowout. I'm trying to remember what the fuck did I I might have already talked about it. That's why it's gone. Probably. Because I already talked about it. However, there is still some more movement on the January 6th stuff, uh, just in case you're not aware. Uh, FBI agent, no direct communications to prove Oath Keepers uh, had alleged uh, seditious conspiracy. This came out in the trial. Um, very interesting. It was in the Epic Times. Matt Brown, again, is uh, located directly on the front of the picture that they had, which I thought was really interesting because this is the case that it's in concerning. Uh, FBI agent testified October 11th that he was not aware of any direct communications involving the Oath Keepers that show any uh, plan to storm the Capitol on January 6th or interfere with the uh, certification of the Electoral College, which really puts a crimp in the conspiracy plans because you can't say there's any conspiracy there if you can't prove it. You have to be able to pr prove conspiracy between more more than one person. Either way, um, Supreme Court backs Republicans in Pennsylvania mail-in ballot cases. In case you haven't heard about this one, in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court on Tuesday vacated the appeals court decision that required Pennsylvania to count mail-in ballots even if there's no date on the envelope. The judgment is now vacated. The case is remanded to the U.S. Uh, Court of Appeals of Third Circuit with instructions to mis dismiss the case as moot, wrote Justice Sonia Mayor, uh, Sotomayor. 
which are basically saying, hey, look, if there's no date on the envelope, you can't count that vote. Yeah. That's it. If it's a mail-in ballot, it's and there's, there there's should a be, postmark on there's it. There's a postmark with a well, date on unless it. Unless you drop it in a drop box, which gets picked up. Correct, but that's a separate box that comes in a separate marked bin. And exact and those those are if those don't those get are pro- received processed after, differently. Yeah. But what they're talking about are mail in ballots. Yeah, that go without, through the US Postal Service. That come in the US Postal Service boxes yep. and they don't have a date on them. No, they're not a fucking official ballot. Period. Yep. See ya. Peace. Absolutely. Wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah. Follow directions next time. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yep. I think it's time for our tribute. And I actually have a clip to go with our tribute. Play play this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, well, because there's, it's three minutes till tribute at 717 right now. Play, play this. This is going to crack your ass up. All right. In New York City without smelling the pungent aroma of a freshly lit up. Marijuana is everywhere here. People smoke it, they sell it, they eat it, they bake it, you name it, they do it. But you see, for Mayor Eric Adams, it's not enough that cannabis is accessible. It's got to be equitable, too. That's why he's bringing in the first ever cannabis equity czar. Listen to this. We saw so many uh, municipalities were getting it wrong. And so today we're going to introduce our founding directors of Cannabis NYC. And again, it's Ashita Dawson, and I am um, what one would call as a corporate to cannabis crossover, and now I've been in the industry for some time. I'm coming from the city of Portland, where I oversee the market, and I'm really excited to amplify a lot of the cannabis equity work that we've been doing globally um, in New York City, and ultimately making New York City the number one global hub for education and equity in cannabis. I didn't know that cannabis was racist. Apparently, black people get the mids and white people get the good shit, and that's not equitable. Ah, uh, they've never been down to Georgia that. I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Sub Biden sucks stuff. Welcome back, sir. Equitable again. M- make weed equitable. Equitable. <sighs> I don't fucking know. M-W-E. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, 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 I can't, I can't even. Hey. All right. Muya. 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. For Justin, we're actually trying to get back out to Vegas in November to meet Megan. I think we're going to have to. It'll be for our birthday. And Christmas. It'll be like Christmas on our birthday, basically. Good shit. Hmm. 
love you, Mary Jane. Central, thank you so much for the cancer. Much appreciated. If Biden was smart, he'd have legalized marijuana before the midterms. But no one's ever accused that man of being smart. So, I mean, on a federal level. I'm saying, I'm going to, okay. Actually, I've taken some heat about this. So, what, legalizing it? Yeah. So, understand what I'm saying, folks. I'm a man of principle. Okay, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Day one, this is the first thing I'm signing. There will be, if, initially, it will be done via executive order. Only for the follow-on legal law to allow it to happen. Understand it will not remain under executive order, but initially using what powers the president has, which I understand them. Um, under executive order, I can wholeheartedly make it legal. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have to do within, within a hundred days, within 180 days, I have to have a law on the books to pass it. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I'm running on is legalizing it. Absolutely. Do you think I'm not going to back senators and Congress people who also feel that legalizing it would make sense? Either way. No matter what letter comes after their name. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I'm obviously going to agree with them. Legalize The it? difference between Biden and me is that my bullshit, it's up front. Yeah. You want some bullshit? I'll give you bullshit. I'll put it right in front of you. So that way, no one else knows, but you do. Okay? Outside of that, everybody else can take a fucking flying leap off the end of my dick. Because I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Oh, you're just a pot. Fine. I'm a pothead. But who cares? At least I have the balls to stand up here and say something. What are you doing? You're sober and you're hiding behind a computer screen. Oh, look at me. I'm a keyboard warrior. Such a badass. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Speaking of, this is so funny. So we were talking about COVID the other day. Okay. And some jackass on Twitter. um, Ski1384. Okay. Um said initially said i can't wait for people like v lynn q at the patriot party podcast um oh to quit telling people that cv is a real thing instead of being rebranded instead of being nothing but the cold renamed and rebranded as the flu and he put a link to his own podcast right okay that's fine and and i said i replied when i got sick on february 15th, 2020, it started with exhaustion and a stabbing pain to the throat, then six weeks of 104 fever and no breath, no test then, positive for antibodies later. And hold on, what else did I say? Um, Got it from some feds who'd been in China. That was no cold flu. It was a genetic engineered bioweapon. 
And then he's, he re he didn't reply to me. He retweet, he retweeted that quote, tweeted it and said, I would love people saying shit like this about genetic bioengineered weapons to show one proof of these claims or show proof of any virus ever being isolated or proven to cause any illness. I'll be waiting because it doesn't exist. There is no scary new germ attacking people. And so I said, wow, thank you so much. Hold on. Hold on. So I thank said, you so much for proving my point. I said, I'm confused. First ski 1384 says CV is a cold rebranded. Then he claims no viruses exist at all. You do know that the common cold is a coronavirus emphasis on virus, right? And I posted the picture. So here's where I stand on this. Okay. I am actually more along the lines of terrain theory than virus theory. Um, that, that rings more, more true to me. Um, especially given historical experiments when they were first trying to see how to pass on a cold or a flu and they would like spit in other people's mouths and, you know, take snot out of one person's nose and stick it in someone else's nose. And they found they could never pass it along. I, I actually, I fall in with terrain theory. I do not believe in naturally made viruses. I don't think that God put viruses on this earth to harm us or to kill us. I don't think that's a thing. I think if you get sick seasonally from a cold, what we call a cold, uh, when you experience those cold-like symptoms or flu-like symptoms, it is your body shedding the um, dead cells, cellular debris that's accumulated over the course of, of a season. That's why you tend to get sick every six months to a year. Um, however, that doesn't mean I don't think viruses exist. I do think viruses exist. So, 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 I so, so, think so, they wait, have wait, been wait, wait. Time out. created. Time out. I think... So we, I, I've got an issue with your theory. Okay. I've, I already have an issue with your theory. Uh-huh. So explain to me the people who don't get sick. Um, when you, like you, when you shed your, either you shed that, the, the, that cellular debris all the time and at such low levels so that it doesn't make you sick or it just doesn't make you sick when you get rid of it. Everybody's different. Every body is different. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm mm -hmm. saying it's odd because there are people that Never some people sick. who get sick all the time. Yep. And then there, there's those people, mm -hmm. i.e. myself. That never get like sick. Like everybody yep. else in the house could be dying yep. of some virus. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking around as if there's a bed of nails underneath my feet and I'm barefooted walking because through the house, you moonwalking give your backwards. virus to someone else. However, part two, when I talked about genetically engineered bioweapons, that is what we currently considered a virus. Okay. COVID-19 was a genetically engineered bioweapon. All right. So hold on, hold on. I got another hole. You yeah. got another hole in your, your theory. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. You just explained COVID, but please explain to me the Black Plague. Please explain to me. The Black Plague was a bacteria. 
Yeah. That's already been proven. That's Correct. different from a virus. I didn't say bacteria doesn't exist. In fact, I think when most people get sick all the time, where it's do from viruses mold, come from? Things like that. Mold and bacteria. I mean, bacteria and viruses are completely different. Yes, but they they've come never from... been able to see a virus. They've never been able to actually isolate a virus. Ski 1384 isn't wrong about that. They have never been able to isolate a virus in nature. They have never actually been able to see a virus. I, I, I disagree. Polio. I've seen several hundred pictures of polio. That's just the first one. Is polio a, a virus? Are, polio is a virus. A lot of Polio is a diamond-headed virus with a three-hair three hair silica on the back end. Hmm. Did you see it yourself through an electron microscope with your own eyes? No, I saw it from the pictures. Uh-huh. Did NASA Give it to them? us? No, through textbooks. Okay. Who who printed those pictures? Because I bet you saw the same pictures. Because you know what? I'm you also going to look at- pictures of the earth in those textbooks. <laughs> That's a good point, but those I'm all just, had a brand on the I'm corner of them that saying, said NASA. I'm just I'm saying. gonna go look right now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Man, That's it right there. That looks a lot like the kind of like the the COVID pictures. Hmm. That you know. That's it right there. Look, but they how come they all look different? Because they have different colors. It's a different representation because it's an electron microscope. Oh, because it's a computer generated image. Well, yeah. Because it's CGI. It's an electron microscope. Uh -huh. I mean, you're talking about something that our yeah. eyes can't even comprehend see. Exactly. I mean, because it's really funny because we got HIV. What we got papilloma. We've got uh, as, polio. We've got smallpox. As, as we've got a, the, very, uh, a very esteemed... Ebola. Quote, unquote, virologist. Bubonic. Actually, I just heard someone talking about this the other day. Um what if all of this, that what if they're not actually viruses because it's so small? What if it's actually just um, artifacts on the like tiny little bits of debris on the slides themselves or in the samples? Because nothing's actually really sterile, especially at that level. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm not arguing. <laughs> There's all sorts of arguments that can be made there. However, I, the science on that I, part I gotcha. proves it goes but right. It, it, well, so so does the science on the Earth being round. If you look at the pictures that NASA gives you, only if you look at the pictures NASA gives you. Only if you look at but the if pictures you get that other, this electron microscope if gives you, you. Yeah, but there's several. That comes through a computer. The, the reason that there are so many different pictures there is because there's so many different people that have recreated mm -hmm. the same study that the one picture was made from. And they all and come up differently because it's all different Just bits different of colors, debris. but they all look exactly the same. Mm. Little tiny little bits of debris, little artifacts. I mean, I'm just saying. I, that's a retarded argument, but okay, fine. And it's not even my argument. It's someone else's argument. I'm just repeating it. It's a, 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 a terrain theorist's argument. That's not even what... Actually, they because they, they, 
disprove viruses uh, at the same time that they they're not even that's not even they're not even using the right word at, holy shit whatever anyway just saying so yeah so i i never got a response back though from ski 1384 what what's the deal yo do you do you think that covid was a rebranded virus or do you think that viruses don't exist at all or are you with me and you think natural viruses don't exist and COVID was a created bioweapon. Or, or, or I got one more for you there, Ski. Or are you a gigantic pussy boy? Because you haven't responded. 13-year-old sitting behind your mom and dad's computer, sitting at grandma and grandpa's house, trying to be a tough guy in the mirror, looking at you saying, I'm hard. Look at me. I'm hard. Yeah. Just and then going, oh, fuck, I have a little dick. Yeah, you do. What's your problem, Prick? I mean, again, he didn't make a bad point. He just contradicted himself. And I can't stand it when people contradict themselves. You have to actually make your Have point, an argument. You know, and don't come after me if, you got, if you're going to then make yourself look like an idiot because you just like an idiot. So just like that. Anyway. It, just like that, Lindsay. <laughs> just like that. You're damn right, young lady. You're damn oh, right. Oh, anyway. Anyway. Um, bigger, oh. bigger things here. Uh, yeah, 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 don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Shush. This, this is, shush, okay, just okay, shush. Fine, we'll let it speak for itself. Well, just hours after quitting the Democratic Party, Tulsi Gabbard also revealing what her appearances on some media outlets has cost her. It ranges from people kind of like giving you a cynical look like whose side are you really on to uh, people just outright... Um, ending ending that friendship or that professional relationship because they don't want to have anything to do with you. Maybe our next guest can relate to this. Actor and comedian Rob Schneider joins us right here. <laughs> How are you? Great to see you, Rob. Yeah. Uh, finally have you on the couch. Thank you. It's good to, to be. Walk I, across I, yeah. the street. What's your reaction? <laughs> Dude, guys, if you do not know about Rob Schneider. Dude. Let me tell you something. He is the biggest red-pilled motherfucker he out is. there. He's about to go red-pill the world on Fox and Friends. Let him have it. I I'm telling you, this guy is badass. I've it's actually hysterical. had conversations. This is not a fucking bullshit no, no. thing. This yes. guy's for real. Yes. This is fucking hysterical. Yes. Watch this. Action to Tulsi Gabbard doing what she did yesterday. I it shouldn't be such a shock. We don't get 10 parties. You get two. Right. You know? And I, I really feel it. I don't want... I don't want the, the, you know, the Democratic Party trying to run my life. And there's not one aspect of your life that they don't want to interfere with. So I, I had it with them. So I got out of California, moved to the slightly freer state of Arizona. Slightly. Right. <laughs> your, your journey is similar, though. You were a Democrat. And yeah. then you, you have to be in San Francisco. Uh, of right. course. So yeah. what was it that changed your point of view? Well, I just, I mean, literally there wasn't I mean, taxes. <laughs> no, there, there wasn't one part of, of uh <clears throat> business. I mean, Newsom pushed me over the edge. Right. I mean, it's just like, um, I just don't think your life gets better there. It gets worse. I mean, um, you know what it was? It was like, uh, there was, um, in San Francisco, they said, you have to remove, I was living in San Francisco. I, I had it made there. It was like, it's on the cable car and everything. I had a rooftop. Was, this is the place I'm going to live forever. And they said, you have to have the toilets removed from your house. And I said, what? I, what? You I don't have all, toilets in front of my house. Right. It was flower pots. Right. They made me remove all the flower pots. So it just got crazier and crazier. And maybe I'm looking at this all wrong. San Francisco either has a huge homeless problem or a gigantic camping success story. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look at both what ways. What you want to be so bold and so vocal about it? Because uh, Tulsi said, if you don't agree with the Democratic Party, you're trashed, you're canceled. Yes. 
So absolutely. She's right. Do you worry about that, getting jobs? Yes, of course you are. Yeah. As an actor, you're trying to get, you're always coming from a place of trying to get work. But at a certain point, you know, you have to worry about, I mean, I'm in my 50s now, late 50s. It's going to catch you too, Brian. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I worry more about like, um, you know, the freedoms of my kids. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a grandfather now. Right. And uh, so, I mean, I do at a certain point, you have to put like, you know, there was a, it's really weird. You know, something's wrong. Uh, when when people say like if you put God and uh, f family and country first, that's somehow controversial. Right? How is that controversial? Or a flag is triggering? <laughs> yeah. So right. I think at a certain point you have to say enough of this and stand up to it. Did and you lose friends? I would say people that don't return my calls as often. <laughs> but to be honest with you, a lot of people that that I'm friends with in Hollywood, they they lean towards the right, but like they they're just scared of it because it really is like a mob of of ideologues that just, just that you feel they will attack you. And it's really not necessarily based in anything, but like this almost like a religious architecture in their thinking. So when it comes to changing party, as to quote one of your characters, you can do you it. You can do it. Right. You, know, you have to go with what, what, what feels right for you. We get two parties, we don't get right. 10. Sure. And I want to, uh, you know, have a party that that uh, represents my core values. And, and you were talking a moment ago about your family. You actually, so you've got this brand new movie out, yeah. opens wide this uh, Friday. It's called Daddy Daughter Trip. Your yeah. actual daughter is playing your seatmate in the front seat of a car. <laughs> yeah. She, um, well, first of all, we started trying to make the movie years ago. And by the time we were getting closer, my daughter was about, you know, old enough to play the part she started looking over and she said well who's going to play that role when we're writing my wife and i patricia and she said, well you know you're getting close to the age and so she started coming up with it and then she was great i didn't have to give her notes she's basically like like my daughter l they're just they grew up in the business yeah. and they're like stage rats right. yeah. they just saw it and l is doing so well thank l you l is nominated for a grammy her music is beautiful l thank king you. she's doing really great she's opening for chris stapleton all over right so you don't have to work anymore you can live off her she tells, me that. she tells me that she tells me that who's dad yeah I got your retirement figured out, Dad. Right. I got. It. If you need to go into a home, I got it set. Well, I assume that's a good impression. We don't know. We haven't <laughs> seen it off camera. So, who plays your wife in this movie? Uh, Jackie Sandler. And is she related to? Uh, she's related to Adam Sandler. Right. <laughs> so you have created done great. the impossible. There's a sense of family with the Adam Sandler yeah. and the Rob Schneider movies. It's good. Right? You have, you have mean, to. There's a sense of comfort. First of all, when you're shooting something, you have to be comfortable with the person. And so, you know, when you've spent so much time with these people, you just we just start rolling and shooting. And I played her wife in Home Team. Uh, you know, with uh, you know Kevin James yeah. is another family so member. Funny. We have a lot of fun together. We try not to let the political whatever differences. Uh, I mean, the the, the love of countries is, is comes up first and foremost. Sure. We love this place. We want to continue and expand its freedoms and continue them for our kids. We it, care about that. Rob, is it harder to do a comedy, though, given, you know, the political correctness and limits? Yes, it is. That's why, I'm, you know, it's. Like, first of all, this is the first movie that my, I, my kids could watch. All the other movies yeah. back in the 90s. Right. It is tougher now because you have um, people who uh, will cling to a word or this or that. And the idea is like you got to put it out there into what makes you laugh. And, right. and hopefully Rob, that's we miss enough. you on SNL. You were so good. That was that was it. That was Chris Farley and Chris Rock. And we you had a great and, team. Right. Well, you're going to be on late night tonight. You're going to be on with I'll Gutfeld. be on with God, the number one late night show, baby. It is. Yeah, I did. I did love uh, being on the, that show. It was great. And wow. I wish them the best. Wow. So interesting. Huge, huge, huge. But he said, folks. think about it. He said most of the people that he hangs out and hangs out with in Hollywood. Lean to the right. Lean to the right. Yep. But they're too scared to come out. Yep. Who does he hang out with in Hollywood? <laughs> 
Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Chris, uh, uh, what's his name? Chris Rock. Uh-huh. Uh, who's the other guy in that group? Googly Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Googly Eyes. Yeah. Uh, David, uh, um, what's his name? Yep. The, yeah. The yep. Blonde with the mullet. Yep. Yep. Fucking, yeah, he hangs out with all of them. They're like a family. Yeah, that's like it. Like a family that's movie. That's it. That's all he hangs out with yeah. now. If you think about it, besides this movie, which, yeah, and none of them are on the Epstein list. You're right. All, yeah, all, you're right. All the good ones. All the good ones. Um, Not on the Epstein list. David Spade. Thank you, Def Griffin. Um, when you think about it, that that would... That would make a lot of sense because they, I mean, Adam Sandler, of course, is, is huge, but most of the rest of them at this point are, and of course, Chris Rock as well, but you know, David Spade's kind of been lost since Chris Farley died. He's kind of been hanging on Adam Sandler's coattails, you know? Not really. They were all part of that group. They were all part They're of that part of the SNL group, group. But they that SNL group stuck together. They always yeah. were together. They were always on the SNL shows. They brought the they same all... people. They always brought the same people. Uh they fell in with the uh Chevy Chase, uh that group, uh the Dan Aykroyd, uh that whole group. Who they, there were also both well known. Republicans. Yes. Yeah. Again, again, yeah. Republicans. Yeah. This is all an echo of a group of people that do not believe the same way the left does. So not everybody in Hollywood's yeah. correct. Yeah, Leanna, exactly right. That's why they have to produce their own movies. That's exactly. why Adam produces That's his own That's why he has now. his own production company. Yeah. That's the whole reason. Yeah. Because they, like, Click was the first one his company did. Mm-hmm. And the reason that Click was the first one that his company did is because nobody else would take it. Paramount wouldn't take it and nobody would do it. And they're, those movies are, they're not woke. They're not. No. And this movie too, you know, some people have been doing really good, like Daily Wire. Um, they now have their, they're producing their own movies. They've been doing really good work trying to change the culture right of hollywood yeah of of hollywood just Correct. of america we're so focused on this politically correct you know touchy feely fucking bullshit well well think about one of the movies that they all did as a group just one movie right yeah the grown-ups yep okay exactly. and the grown-ups grown yep. was the number one movie yeah. That removed wokeness from everything. Yeah. It talked about the nuclear family. It talked about a mom, a dad, mm -hmm. children. It talked about having more than one kid. Going back to your roots, moving back Correct. home, you know, reconnecting with Correct. people that you grew up with. Outdoors, yeah. being outside, yeah. disconnecting from electronics. Yeah. Fucking taking that step back in time. Yeah. And then grownups too, literally moving back home to be with your, your friends and your, your family, your, your family. real yeah. friends and family. Yeah. The, yes. The family, the family you're born with and the family you choose. Yep. And it's, so, so think about it. You, you all have that choice. We all do. So I, I mean, you know, my, I asked my kid, I asked our teenager today what he wanted 
for his birthday because it's coming up pretty soon besides his driver's license. Um, and he didn't even ask for a car because he's not stupid. But uh, he was like, well, I don't want to go see a movie because there's no good movies. I was like, I don't, I didn't ask what you want to do. I asked what did you want for your birthday? Because we normally do something for his birthday. We go to a movie, we go to the zoo. We, you know, we do something fun with a couple of his good friends. But he was like, there's no good movies out. Well, I tell you, you know, there's a lot of movies out, but yeah, there's no good movies out. I would rather go watch Daddy Road Trip than whatever new fucking Marvel movie has been churned out. Yep. By far. By far. I would rather go watch anything that's not gone woke. Yep, exactly. I, I'd go watch Top Gun again. Then go watch something else that's woke. Fuck's the point. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, so much stuff's starting to come out. Did you guys hear about the city council woman in Los Angeles? Actually, I played this the other morning. <laughs> you played that for Leanna? Yeah. No, I played this one I because. played a lot of stories. Then there's a response. So I pulled the original one. Oh, okay. Because so there, was a, there, was a re- there was a response. So this is the first one because our audience didn't, didn't necessarily see it. Yeah. See it. We're following breaking news in L.A. where Nuri Martinez has just resigned her post as L.A. City Council President. Welcome to CBS 2 News at 11 and streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. I'm Serene Branson. Martinez's announcement comes on the heels of a bombshell recording of racist remarks that sending shockwaves through the community this morning. The racially charged comments were recorded and then leaked online. We have team coverage. Tina Patel has the latest reaction and protest. But we begin with Cara Finstrom, who's live for us at City Hall. Cara, major developments this morning. Serene, as you mentioned, uh, she is resigning from the presidency, but she is not giving up her seat on L.A. City Council entirely. It appears she still plans to be a part of that. This, though, likely just the start of the fallout. That leaked recording involves three different council members and some troubling exchanges. That's part of the shocking audio recording of Council President Nuri Martinez reportedly having a conversation with Council Members Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo, along with L.A. Labor Federation President Ron Herrera. Knock L.A. posted the just-leaked audio. It's unknown who recorded the conversation filled with crude language we had to bleep and racially charged slurs and statements. Some of the most sensitive comments are about Councilman Mike Bonin's two-year-old son. Martinez suggests the child was acting inappropriately during the Kingdom Day parade and then calls him a little monkey in Spanish. I was like, this kid is a beat down. Like, let me, let me take him around the corner and then I'll bring him back. There's nothing you can do to control him. Councilman Bonin immediately expressed anger and disgust, saying Martinez attacked his son with horrific racist slurs and calling for her removal from office. Martinez has apologized, saying in a moment of intense frustration and anger, I let the situation get the best of me and I hold myself accountable. For that, I am sorry. The LA Times also reports De Leon referred to Bonin as a fourth black member of the city council. And De Leon, who's also now facing calls for his resignation, released a statement saying comments made in the context of the meeting were wholly inappropriate, that he regrets appearing to condone and even contribute to certain insensitive comments made about a colleague and his family, also recorded 
Council member Gil Cedillo speaking about Koreatown. Yeah, let's go pick them. Yes. I see a lot of little short, dark people. Yeah, Puro Oaxacan. Puro Oaxacan Koreans. <laughs> Not even like Kevin, little ones. Cedillo's response, that he failed in holding others and himself to the highest standard. CBS2 has not yet been able to independently verify that audio recording, but no denial so far of its authenticity. And Serene, we also got another apology from the president of that uh, Federation of Labor. All right. Very interesting developments this morning, Cara. Thanks for staying on top of that. Nuri Martinez's remarks are... <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you said there was something else? Mm-hmm. Is there another one to follow, mm-hmm. like to boot? Like right after this one mm-hmm. that I can just whoosh, whoosh, click on yep. this one. Yep. Uh, that's what you just told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was asked about the L.A. This was the L.A. City Council this president uh, who Sarah just recently Manus. resigned over her racist remarks. And she was started talking about MAGA Republicans that uh, celebrate racist language. And Democrats are the ones who condemn such hate speech. Watch. Look, the president is glad to see that one of the participants in that conversation has resigned, uh, but they all should. He believes that they all should resign. The language that was used and tolerated during that conversation was unacceptable and it was appalling. Uh, They should all step down. And here's the difference between Democrats and and MAGA Republicans. When a Democrat says something racist or anti-Semitic, we would we we hold them we hold really? Really? Democrats oh, accountable. Really, when a MAGA Republican says something uh, racist and, or anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. they are embraced by cheering crowds and become oh. celebrated and sought after endorsements. Motherfucker, okay. please. So, I it, did. Ilama, did Ilan okay. Omar resign? I didn't. Oh. Motherfucker, please get the fuck out of here, bitch! Oh. You stupid twat. Yeah, Sarah Gonzalez. I'm sorry. Whatever you fucking stupid twat. With the, the Keep your stupid twat. Oh, but for real, MAGA, <sighs> MAGA Republicans. You know, if if a MAGA Republican did that, we we would just cheer them on. According to Dirty Mophead. Yeah. But uh, but Democrats they they actually hold their own people accountable for things. Did you know that? I I, I hope uh, that uh, what's his name, uh, Doozy's boy there, um, good old little Steve, little Stevie there. I hope that he's paying attention right now. I hope you listen, sir, because this is uh, very important. I hope you write this quote down because in the future, when next week, um, I'd say Tuesday, roughly about thereabouts, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, you're going to end up needing that quote specifically for something a Democrat has done and has not been held to account for. So I I would like you to prepare that quote in advance. So that way, when you look at dirty mob head, you can look at her with all sincerity and say, on this date, you said this, this just happened today. Do you still support this comment? Hmm. Question. I, answer? She has no answers. I'll have no answers at this time. Mm-hmm. I'll have comments later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, things are really heating up in uh, Pennsylvania. So. 
<laughs> this is an ad no, from. No, uh, they're not. They're not heating up. Shut up. Okay. He's got fucking chicken bone this, legs. No, this isn't Oz or Fetterman. This is one of the other races. The video contains sensitive content, which may not be appropriate for all audiences. Children in Pennsylvania as early as five years old are being subjected to sexual indoctrination under Democrat leadership. In Montgomery County, a parent said that one of their child's kindergarten classmates identifies as trans, and so now the entire class is forced to read books about what that means in kindergarten. To make matters worse, the Department of Education in Pennsylvania is encouraging teachers to host gender-neutral days at school. While parents are unaware at home, their daughters may share a bathroom with a biological male. Rather than doing his job in addressing crime in Pennsylvania, Attorney General Josh Shapiro filed an amicus brief against families in Florida and Virginia to support the idea of biological boys using girls' bathrooms. This time last year in Virginia, thanks to Josh Shapiro, a 15-year-old girl was raped by a male student in the girls' bathroom. Dr. Levine, now the Assistant U.S. Health Secretary, says that kids should have access to experimental puberty-blocking therapies. When questioned about whether there should be parental approval, Levine refused to answer. But the human rights campaign wants unsupportive parents left in the dark. Children are encouraged to socially transition with their names and pronouns, and the parents can be coerced or convinced later on to accept it. The human rights campaign also supports irreversible double mastectomies and genital surgeries for kids. And guess who they endorse for governor of Pennsylvania? That's right, Josh Shapiro. Additionally, books that depict explicit sexual acts are available in our schools. When a mother filed a lawsuit to have these books removed from Pennsylvania schools, Josh Shapiro himself filed a motion just last month to dismiss her case. Will kids in Pennsylvania continue to have their innocence taken from them? Will they continue to be taught what to think and believe about their bodies by a school system without parental consent? Not on my watch. According to Rasmussen reports, 89% of voters believe, rightly, that parents should have the last say on what their kids are being taught. 69% of the parents believe that sexually explicit books should be removed from the libraries. As your governor, I'll ensure parents have power over their children's education, which means full school transparency. On day one, boys in the girls' bathroom ends. On day one, boys follow the science in the girls' locker room ends. On day one, no more boys on the girls' team. And the sexualization of our kids will end in our schools as well. This includes removing sexualized material in our elementary schools. Public schools will be a safe place for learning. And if you don't like your public school setting, you'll have the option to choose how and where you want to educate your child. Because I'm going to fight for school choice. Your vote on November 8th is a vote for the future of our children. Now, no, no, hold on, real quick. Anybody know this Doug Mastriano guy? Yeah. Anybody? He's uh, I, I saw him wearing a hat. He's an Iraqi war veteran, I believe. Which I'm asking a question that okay, I saw him wearing a hat that I'm asking a question about. Mm -hmm. Can somebody do me a favor out there on the fucking the the typing things there in the chat? Look up this guy's background and give me his military history. I'd like to know a little bit more about his military history. Because if I'm correct, I might. He served in the army from 1986 to 2017, obtained the rank of colonel, launched his, uh, let's see. 
That's all it says there. Um, Hold on a second. Let me see that. Please let me see that. Let me see that. Okay. You know Colonel Mastriano? There is a chance. I, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know this motherfucker. <laughs> Holy Well, good. Shit. Then fucking reach out to him so we can get him on here. Holy shit. He was an intelligence guy, too. Motherfucker. Second Cavalry Regiment, 3rd Infantry Division. Wow. Okay, so you know someone who has his phone number, so fucking call them so we can get him on here. You know you know someone. Mastriano is a prominent figure in fundamentalist and Christian nationalism. This is in, uh, what is this, Wikipedia. So reading this out of Wikipedia, of course, so I know it's bullshit, right? Mastriano is a prominent figure in a fundamentalist and Christian nationalism and has called the separation of church and state a myth. He has made social media posts posts referencing QAnon and has spoken at events promoted QAnon and 9-11 conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. A self-professed close ally of former President Donald Trump, Mastriano has received national attention for his efforts to overturn the 2020 United States presidential election. He attended the Trump January 6th rally in Washington, D.C. prior to the Trump supporters storming the United States Capitol. He was seen in a video passing through Capitol Police barriers. He even had been breached the crowd. Mastriano was subpoenaed by the United States Select Committee on January 6th attack. In February 2022, he stopped cooperating with the elect, uh, the Select Committee in August. Mm-hmm. After Mastriano commissioned as a second lieutenant in the United States Army and assigned to the Military Intelligence Corps, after initial training, he started his career in Nuremberg, Germany, 2nd Armored Cavalry Regiment, West German War, um, NATO, Heilsberg. Operation Desert Storm, faculty instructor at the Military Strategic Philadelphia Carlisle Barracks, motherfucker. Yeah, I know who he is. Son of a bitch. So, again, you know someone who has his cell phone number. I can reach out to somebody. I don't know if they have his cell phone number, but they probably get it. You know someone who can get his number. And you Mastriano. can reach out because I, I, I was like, man, that you name that looked name. familiar. Yeah. And then I saw him wearing a hat and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not the same mother. It, it's the same. Colonel mother. Mastriano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup. All right there, Dougie boy. Uh, Don't I, call him Dougie boy. Call him Colonel when he comes on the show. I won't. <laughs> More inflation. Oh. More inflation. I know this is good. It's always good. Mm-hmm. And you can't walk through a supermarket without seeing these price increases. Overall prices up 8.2% in September from a year ago. That's not keeping up with wages, which are up 5%, meaning those paychecks aren't covering the major increases. And we're seeing these big jumps in prices in areas like rents, like medical care, daycare, and of course, food. So take a look at the grocery store in every aisle. You see it in dairy products and coffee up almost 16%, chicken up more than 17 percent a carton of eggs today runs about 290 almost 30 percent higher than where it was a year ago rents are also a big factor here you look at a one-bedroom apartment the average right now 
$1,200 a year ago. That is now up about $500 to more than $1,700 a month. And that's at the same time that mortgage rates are near 20-year highs. That means buying a house is hard to do, out of reach for a lot of Americans. Renting a place is also a difficult one. And the It's getting worse, folks. So when they say wages are up 5%, yep. that doesn't mean that if you currently have a job, you can expect a 5% raise. You're, no, your it just means your raise, general pay has gone up 5%. No, that, that means that people that are switching jobs that are going into new jobs are getting higher pay going into the new job. Correct. Correct. If you're staying in your job, you can expect your standard wage increase, your standard raise of between one and 3%, like it's always been probably 3% because that's what the army got this year Correct. or last year. Roughly. But, um, you're, you're not, you're not getting a 5% raise. Sweetheart, so. Um, this is, this is the boot. I mean, this is all over the place. Uh, uh, she talked about groceries there. Uh, for instance, they were talking here right in the front of this. I don't know where this was. It was displaying a uh, supermarket. Oh, Montes, uh, Montes, Montebello, California. Uh, russet potatoes, a buck twenty nine a pound. Uh, I, I I remember a year ago when russet potatoes were thirty cents a pound. Thirty cents a pound, not a buck twenty nine a pound. Mm-hmm. Thirty cents a pound, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, well, what about all the hotels, uh, Krugman quoted, uh, this was it, within the story itself. And he said in note, he said, uh, actually that's the worst part because that inflationary pressures haven't hit hotels yet. However, he expects a boom in the hotel retail market very soon as CPI, uh, numbers will remain elevated. And Obviously, CPI numbers remained elevated because this story came out a couple of days before that. Um, this is all in an Epic Times piece, by the way. This is all part of it. We're going to start feeling it all the way around, folks. Oh, oh, yeah. Folks, I, I, I don't know how many people I've gone to and people ask me, oh, well, I just want to get a new door. You really don't want a new door. Why? Okay, well, let's get you a new door then. And then I give them the price and they shit their brains out. Oh, I don't want a new door. What were we going to do before? That's nah, not on the options anymore. Got to get a new door. Sorry. Only option available to you. That's terrible. You can replace a couple panels. They ask you why. Tell them why. It's going to be really expensive. I can replace some panels. No, I tell them. Put in a new I motor. tell them the same thing. Let's go, Brandon. And I look at them with cross eyes. Like, let's, they're like, why is it so expensive? I'm like, let's, let's go, go, Brandon. Brandon? I mean, are you serious? I know. I uh, I stopped at the the little place down the road that has pre made meals. You know, occasionally, occasionally stop there. I haven't been there for a while because I try not to eat out. But I realized driving home from picking up our son to get here just in time for the show to start that I hadn't taken anything out for dinner, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I had five minutes to spare, so I stopped in there. And their prices more than doubled. It used to be $13, $14 for a, a tray of food, a good sized tray of food. Yeah, $35. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was like, damn. Tell you. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I got a big chicken pot pie. It's a 
it's good food. It'll last us, you know, it'll be dinner tonight and lunch tomorrow. But um, still, yeah, chicken's gone up a lot. Yep. Anyway. Uh, didn't we play this already? No, because you were looking for that video yesterday and you had pulled the wrong video. So oh, I pulled the correct okay. video so today this is the, for you. The correct video. So that you could actually play your FBI explosion yes. video. Yes. This this happened the other morning uh, that I couldn't find. Yep. Emanating from the rooftop of the FBI headquarters down on Pennsylvania Avenue. It's very loud. And they are happening every 10 to 20 seconds. We don't know what they are. Uh, and we're going to... We're going to try to figure it out, I guess. Keep keep trying to figure it out. Uh, as you can see, the streets of D.C. are pretty quiet this time of night. But, yeah, loud explosions behind us here, or in front of us here. Um, yeah. Things are going off. Uh, by the way, guys, if you are just joining us, appreciate the likes and subscribes on YouTube. Please do help us out. Uh, check our description for links to our Discord and our Duck Fund. But we are across the street here. So what is the numbered street? I'm not sure what the numbered street is. Probably 11th or 12th. Uh, maybe 10th. Not sure. Um, but we're kind of coming down up on the corner of the FBI headquarters where these explosions are going off. And it is loud. Uh, news now, Tammy Lindley and Height. Um, Bequeathius Quiet Vinyl, Jeanette D. Green. What the fuck? I, I, I was thinking they could be shotgun rounds, no, possibly, that's but that. Way too loud for it, shotgun it, rounds. It, it had to be something more like flashbangs, what I'm thinking. Why the fuck would they be setting off flashbangs in the no FBI idea. building? I have no idea. No idea. It's two o'clock in the morning, first of all. Understand that uh, before we start asking about where all the people are. It was 2 a.m. So there's nobody on the street in Washington, D.C. at 2 a.m. Not in front of the FBI building. Yeah, unless it, you're it working. ain't Vegas. Yeah. Unless you're working. You're not. You're not there for any real reason. Uh, skip this one because, again, we can't do a long show today, so we're we're almost. All right, so where are we? We're going? almost done here. Um, you know, play the the one that says uh, "Chatter 284" at the bottom in the blue. The Dr. Andrew Huff. I'm actually going to reach out to him. This caught my eye. This is really interesting. All right. Have you heard about the recent string of food agri agriculture attacks on the globe? Uh, yes, I, I, I had, well, I haven't actually heard anything in the last month or two, actually, but I had been, I had been following a string of stories of like grain warehouses burning down and, uh, food markets and like, yeah. So I had, I had seen that, that, that Josh, trend. I did the analysis on my, my data. So the attacks are 70% correlated, but then I ran a more sophisticated, a statistical test and really you can run what's called a student's t-test on this for two samples meaning you compare the frequency of attacks with the overall population of facilities that were in the initial analysis 
because that's how good I am at national security. Uh, in ter terms of what's called a T-score, the T-score was 256, meaning it was it's basically impossible that these attacks were not derived from these data. So that means the drives that went missing from my house were used to inform the attacks. It means that the other person that could have these data, and I'm not going to name it, uh, him, is a high-ranking military official. They were stolen from him, or they were stolen from the Department of Homeland Security directly, or someone else used the exact same, came up with the same method of analysis for risk and compiled all this information themselves and then decided to attack our own critical infrastructure. So this is my guess what happened. These Michigan State Police idiots that have been doing this, because they're not very smart, I've met them, and I've actually met the, the FBI people, I've identified them. There's, they came in here, they stole this crap from my house, and they probably went down to the local pawn shop and just dropped it off or gave it to Goodwill because they're doing it to, to harass me. But I didn't really think what was on the drives or analyze the information. They got rid of it, and it probably fell into enemy hands. That's my guess. That's pure speculation on my point. Uh, my part, but the statistical analysis of a Z-score or a T-score of 256, I've never seen that in a, in a real-world experiment in my life. Okay, so that's Dr. Andrew Huff. He is the former EcoHealth Alliance vice president and whistleblower, and he's also an Army combat vet scientist. And he he, he was raided by, he lives in Michigan. He was raided by the FBI and Michigan police. Um, they're harassing him basically. But he had been analyzing the weak points of our infrastructure, both our food infrastructure as well as our power infrastructure. And now he's seen his list being used for attacks on our food infrastructure. Mm. And when he said he threw it in Goodwill and someone okay. picked it up, that's bullshit. So really quick, what he's talking about um, is essentially he did a, a what we call in the military a red cell operation we look back on a military operation for instance and we try to pick out all the vulnerabilities so for instance if you've ever uh read any of the dick marchenko books um he was the king of it he started it dick marchenko and seal team six um and red cell um, that was their primary mission. They were to evaluate centers and locations for vulnerabilities. Um, for instance, a lot of the places he was tasked to do were nuclear uh, facilities. Understanding that going into a nuclear facility or at any time being caught on a nuclear facility, you can be shot and killed with no questions asked. They can just kill you and you're dead and you end up somewhere else and your body's found. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to fill out any paperwork. It is considered a federal national resource. Uh, that is why they are so highly protected. Uh, 
That is why there is so much protection given to a nuclear power plant. And they're all federally licensed because they have to have that protection. That being said, uh, that's essentially what he did concerning these grain and all these food facilities that we've talked about over the past month that have spontaneously combusted or all of a sudden or exploded planes or planes flew into, into them, them or, or anything else. Yeah. And he took all of that data and analyzed it in basically one big red cell event and basically eliminated the possibility of anything else other than human contribution to the plan deliberate meaning it was deliberate yeah there's no other way that it could have happened but i doubt i doubt they picked up his computer and at goodwill and no they still got the information come on from it no the fbi fucking come on the fbi had it folks it's not sitting on a fucking shelf next to hunter biden's laptop folks dick marchenko uh just to give you a little background a lot of people give dick marchenko shit i do too I'll be the first one to tell you I give Dick Marchenko shit, but I give it out of respect and love, not out of anything else, like out of short dick complex, nothing like that. Um, he was, he's a man's man. He's a leader. You know, you, you can't ignore that. Um, <laughs> did he write his books a certain way? Yeah, sure. If you don't like the I, I, I fine, go read something else, but read what the guy did because what the guy did, he basically created uh, our own protection network in our own country to protect ourselves. We haven't used that in years in years. Why? Hmm. Oh, we've, well, we've been preoccupied. Hmm. We've had war after war after war. We've been deployed after you deployed after been deployed. Distracted. Exactly. Preoccupied. Yeah, we've been deliberately distracted by the warmongers, money laundering operations disguised as wars. What was one of the last things Donald Trump said he would do before he got out of office? He would ensure what? What? All the troops. Yeah, they'd all come home. In. Yep. Why is it a bad thing now to have all these troops sitting back here in the U.S. and not being deployed? You got a lot more people watching shit going on at home going, wait a minute, mm -hmm. this don't look right. Now, all of a sudden we got whistleblowers coming forward. Yeah. It was a matter of time. I knew what he was going at. I knew where Trump was going with that the whole time because he knew if he put you real U S troops back on the ground, the ones that support him, all the, the special forces guys that know how to think for themselves, the whistleblowers on their feet would start coming forward. Yep. Here they are. And here they come. Here they come. Good times. Get ready. All right. Sunday. Sunday. Uh, Sunday, we're going to have a very, very special guest. I hope. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, I thought we were doing the survival show Sunday. Not if we get Jason on here. Who? Justin's friend. Who? You know who we talked to him on the phone for like two hours on the way home. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, if oh. he's on, yeah, that's if he's story. on. Yeah. If he's on, then we'll then we'll uh, save the survival show for the following Sunday. Sunday. Right. It's his birthday, so I'm, um, I'm. We'll see. We'll see. Trying to get him on. We'll see. Um, but it would be 
that'd be a fucking kick-ass show. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not Jason Frank. It's a different Jason. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will never get this one. It's going to be. No, you will. All right. That's true. They would. They would. No, no, no. Once they see him, once they know him, they'll know, you know, they'll, they'll know who he is. But um, anyway. So. Uh, oh, he's well. He's very well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll just, we'll, we'll get it out there because Sunday. There yes. Jason Alexander. Yes. We're going to have Jason Alexander on the show on Sunday. Possibly. Possibly. He reached out to us um, after, while we were out in Vegas. Yep. Um, he had f just found out about J uh, Justin. Um, and he, he saw our show with Justin. Uh, one of the last ones we did with him in Vegas. Yep. And he reached out to us and um, he talked to us for a while. He and um, it, he and Justin were actually trying to make amends. Justin, I know they, we know they had a falling out. We're well aware of the situation. Um, Justin and him were trying to put Justin patch actually, things Justin up. tried to call him. When I called in um, yeah. one of the shows that... Uh, I, I called in on yeah. me and him. He was just like, Hey, did you hear but what happened to my boy, Jason? Was Jason? And I was like, no, what happened? Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, he got arrested for fucking yeah. jumping into Britney's wedding. I was like, wait a minute. You know, this guy, he's like, yeah. And then I was just like, how do you know him? Would you go to high school with him or something? Jason had the urge to call Justin on July 9th. Um, but he was in jail and he couldn't. So he tried to call him as soon as he got out and then he got worried. He found out what happened. Um, so, uh, and he was very upset that they were not able to reconnect before he died. But, um, he, he was heartened to hear that Justin had reached out to him and called him. Um, because it is true. He did. He was like, no, I'm just going to call him right now. I was like, you're going to call him on the show. He's like, yeah, yeah I can go back and play you the show. I was just like, he's, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to call him right now. It's just like, you oh, don't have to oh, do oh, that. Sparky, we, we're, he's like. We talked to him for two hours. We're we're aware of his current state of mind. No, trust me. Uh, he's look, folks. It, it would be just like one of you if one of you guys called us and told us, like Sparky, no, not from Seinfeld. Spark. No, this is Jason Allen Alexander. Yeah, this Br is Britney Britney's Spears husband, ex husband. Um, look, it, Sparky. If you had called me and said, "Hey, dude," I, I'm, and you were like some big fucking t who to do out there in the world. And you said, Hey, look, I'm trying to start a podcast. I just want to know how to do it. What do you do? And wanted some, just how do we do it? And I can give him something from us to him. And I, I know when Justin talked about him to me outside of the shows, Justin always told them, told me how upset he was that he never apologized. And that he wished he apologized to him and that they were still buddies. So I know there was some regret on Justin's behalf and I know there's regret on Jason's behalf. Now, put all of the shit aside because there's shit that I have found out too that I found out wasn't true that Justin also told me. So look, folks, I don't leverage any opinions. Yeah. This is judgment free. This is one of Justin's friends. This is one of Justin's long friends. He knows Shauna. He knows the whole family. He knows just Justin's dad. He knows, um, he knows everybody. So the whole point is we're going to give him a fair shot. He's going to come on here. Um, yep. Let him talk. 
It'll be fun. He's anyway. going to tell us stories that we've never heard before about Justin. Yeah. So it'll be epic, I'm sure. Anyway, the dogs are telling us it's time for, for them to eat dinner and us as well. See, so, so Sunday, 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 2, 2 p.m., one uh, yep. forty-five will start, but 2 p.m. is the actual start of the show. Yep. So tune in, be there, be square, like, share, subscribe like normal. You got and it. of course, uh, check out our sponsors, anybody from Cush, uh, Sirius CBD, all the way down the line, uh, Patriot Scar Company, my pillow, Mikey Pillows. Um, yeah, promo code Defiant, Defiant Silver Life, uh, Fresh Mouth Life, Defiant yep. Prep Life. Yep. yep, all the way down the line. Uh, check it out. Yep. And uh, other than that, folks, we will see you back here on Sunday. So have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you later, fuckers. Yeah. Peace for the Mick and V Lynn. Good night. Thanks for watching.
serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.